2: my name is layla and you're listening to a day of prayers morning bible study we're so glad you could join us this morning but before we get into the word let's take a moment and pray God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your word, Lord, that it brings everlasting life to the hearers, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to grow and mature and edify and encourage each other, Lord. We thank you for our partners and our listeners and those listening to this podcast this morning, Lord, and that they're being blessed by it, God, and that we participating in the room are being blessed as well. So we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus'
1: name, amen.
0: And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. Glad to have you with us as we continue our study in Acts and in chapter 28. And this morning, we are going to continue our discussion focusing on Acts 28, 1 through 16. So if you're joining us for the first time or you're rejoining us, I want to encourage each of you to take the time and opportunity to pause the episode at this time and read or reread that section of scripture just to make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And at this time, the floor is open. It's for each of you to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, well, Charles. The Lord was just speaking to me. I
3: know we have been discussing about how um, the enemy have been trying to stop Paul and how the... The citizens of Malta, they originally believed, they knew, thought Paul was a murderer, which we already covered that he was a murderer. But then it says after they looked for a while and they saw no harm come to him, they began to believe he was a god. And what the Lord was just showing me in that statement was that we are not supposed to be taking um, credit for ourselves and claiming that we are god, but we should be demonstrating the attributes and the actions of god in this earth. Um, mm. We see that with Jesus, the Pharisees wanted to kill him because he was a son of he was the son of god Mm -hmm. because he demonstrated what god wanted him to demonstrate on the earth and the same is true with us we are sons of god and should be demonstrating what god has for us when we're doing what he wants and that's something that we see paul doing in this state in this chapter that he's going about doing the will of the father Mm -hmm. Um, we can deduce that from the fact that he's seeing fruit from his actions because if we're not in the will of god the, the lord's not obligated to do anything it's as he wills and as he desires and saying such the Lord was just remind me of reminding me on how we are supposed to be demonstrating the attributes of God inside the earth at all times and while people may not understand that we are being a vessel for the Lord to flow through we are still supposed to be acting as though jesus were standing right here with us and is guiding us in each and every step that's something that you and dad often talk to us about mommy Is that if would anything change if the lord was standing here right now and you could see him and look in his eyes would you change anything and that's something that paul didn't have to concern himself or worry about because he was doing what the lord wanted him to do each and every step of the way he wasn't doing something when he thought the lord was looking at him or when he thought he was removed from the eyes of the lord which are never removed from us
1: (laughs) amen amen um the, the word says in ephesians 5 that we are to be says therefore be imitators of god as dear children so we are to be like our god to imitate our god but we're not supplanters of our god yes which is the difference between us following in our father's footsteps and looking like him and as jesus did and said that i say what i hear my father say and i do what my father shows me or what i see my father do and as he shows me more things i'll do those also um versus the adversary who said i will replace god i'm gonna sit on the throne i'm gonna go and ascend And I will be God, even though the word like God is there. It wasn't he wasn't trying to imitate God as a dear child. He was going to replace God. So we're not supplanters. We're cooperators, submitted cooperators with God. And to that, the Lord Jesus Christ finds no offense and neither does the Father, because that's the place he's given to us. Satan's place or Lucifer, how he initially started was his place was not to do those things that he was trying to do um jenny kenji had something you wanted to say
0: no i was gonna i'll say either turn it back over to charles or let promise speak because promise has something to share on that same line of thought well promise
3: you can go mine's on a different line of thought okay and
2: as you're saying with charles that paul had to be giving glory to god Though, and mommy as she also said with what lucifer had said that he was trying to be the Lord. The Lord reminded me of Romans 10 where it talks about who will say that I will descend or descend, ascend or descend and try to do things without the will of the Lord. The Lord reminding me of how Paul, inside this instance, he had to be inside the will of the Lord in order for mm-hmm. um, the Lord to move through him inside this instance. And mm-hmm. inside this instance, you don't see him arguing with the natives there and saying that they are wrong and trying to beat them up or the fact of that, but he allowed the Lord to minister through him and as a result, as you can see later, and that the Lord's working through him to heal the natives that allowed the Lord their chance to move because there was an offense on the natives' part towards Paul.
1: Mm-hmm. They were just ignorant. God understands mm-hmm. the difference in a heart, right? You can have people who on the surface look like they have identical actions and one God will say give them grace, and the other one, the Lord will say, I would never knew that one because he is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. He does not look on outward appearances. He judges the heart. So these people here, even though they were mistaken and God does not support idolatry, were still able to receive that grace of healing because they are ignorant. And you can know that even though the words aren't written on the page by God's response to them. Correct? So when Israel... Was worshiping idols, he came to a point where he said, "Don't talk to me. Don't ask me for anything. Go, go seek your idols. Correct? You don't yes. remember that? Yes. Go talk to them and see if they have anything that they can help you with. Now, that's I'm paraphrasing that. Well, but that happened uh,
0: quite a few times in Scripture.
1: Exactly, because they were they were worshiping idols purposefully, intentfully. Like they looked God in His eyes, knowing exactly who He was, and decided to show God their backside while they worshiped idols. Now, these people, this is the first time that they're hearing the gospel. The, The word is coming to them with Paul being shipwrecked here, but sent and clearly purposed by God. God wasn't surprised and like, oh, well, you know what? I'll just do a few miracles here, sprinkle a little fairy dust, and then you can go on your way. God fully intended for him and the word of God to be preached. Hence, the Lord already said that and declared that the word would be preached throughout the whole world, right? The gospel would be preached. God had already laid this out. He already set apart in a point in time that these people would be ministered to. So he's on a mission. God is intentional. Even though it looks like the wind is blowing about, God is not being blown about. He's about his business. So he's on his mark. Um, But they did this ignorantly. Hence, the Lord is gracious towards them. And even when Israel was ignorant, he still said about them in numbers. I see no iniquity in Jacob, even though they had suffered <laughs> in some regards about the way they were doing things. Correct? Yes. yes. Right. But then when it came to the point where they knew better, he was like, go talk to your idols. You need help? Go talk to your idols. Oh, you gave credit for your wheat in your harvest to your, um, he called them their lovers uh, to these, these people you have joined yourself to in this wicked lifestyle you're living. Well, when the harvest dries up, let's see how that is. Take it up with them right? So God understands the difference in hearts, and he is a good God. Remember this. He is a gracious Lord and Savior. He is merciful, and he's good to all. He doesn't indulge us when we are being ungodly just because he's gracious to us. He's not winking at our sin, but he does give us a chance to come to the knowledge of him before it's attributed in its final uh, phases, if you will. Just like he sent word to Nineveh, if we can... Um, Related to a more common story. He sent word to them that they were practicing idolatry and engaging in unrighteousness Correct to give them a chance to change before the penalty of their sin reached its fullness so they could have a chance to turn Mm -hmm. Same treatment here. God is one. He is one He doesn't have separate metrics and different standards for everybody. He is good to all and gives everyone a chance promise and mommy as you're speaking Lord
2: reminded me of Romans 14 1 where it says receive one who is weak in the faith but do not dispute over doubtful things and as you can see inside this passage your mommy as she brought up Jonah and how he's supposed to be talking to the Ninevites about how they're being wicked and it wasn't Paul's place to tell these people and say I'm not gonna preach you anymore because you're wicked and what also reminded me of I lost my place, but Romans where it says, um, how can people hear unless there's a preacher who sent to them to mm-hmm. teach the word? Mm-hmm. And how Paul isn't saying, well, you guys Romans are idolatry.
0: It's Romans 10.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's okay. Oh. Go ahead. But continue, sir. And how Paul wasn't telling them that they're idolaters and weren't worthy to, while well,
0: mm-hmm. that might
2: have been true, but he wasn't saying, judging from a human standpoint, saying, well, you guys aren't worthy to hear what the Lord of what the Lord has to say to you or hear salvation, but he allowed the Lord to work through him in that he didn't prejudge the people.
1: Amen. Amen. That's, that's exactly right. We are not God and it is not our right or business to exclude anyone out of heaven or out of having an opportunity to preach to them. He's the head and we are his body. And if you know anything, you look at your own self in the mirror, you'll see that your head sends the commands to the hands, to the feet, to the legs, not the other way around. It can communicate information, but it's not judging where we go, what we do. So likewise, and even more so within the divine order that God has set, we let the head, who is Christ Jesus, who is head of all things to the church, which is his body. We let him determine what we do, and then we carry it out. If the Lord says, shake the dust off your feet, then shake it. But that's because he said it exactly. If the Lord says, Shake the dust off your feet, then shake it. Mm-hmm. If and but don't go rolling around, right, and disobey Him, intercede if the opportunity is there based on what He's saying. But if He's saying, Shake the dust, obey and keep moving. But if He's saying, No, intercede, don't be shaking the dust off. You be in alignment with the Lord because He's the head. My love, Amen. you had something you wanted to say. It,
0: so Yes, what you, were, you brought up there is something that we've talked about a lot in Acts. Uh, one, not getting into quarrels and disputes and all these other things, right? It, scripture says very plainly why and where all that comes from.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So we should be able to recognize that within ourselves by examining ourselves before the mirror that is the Lord and his word. It shouldn't be a surprise for us, but then you have to ask the other question, if he had pursued that that route and that course of action, what would it have, co- have accomplished? Would we be reading about this trip to Malta?
1: Um, perhaps. We could have, but it might have been a different story. It might have been a told. whole different kind <laughs> of story, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Or, or it might have been
0: about the possibility of all these people could have been led to the Lord. But they weren't because quarrels and disputes and... Mm. Right? Yes. So the Lord has already built in these opportunities. It is our job or role then to recognize what the Lord is doing and step into alignment with His perfect will and what He wants to have happen in the situation and receive all that there is, <clears throat> excuse me, to receive all that there is for the time, the appointed time, this not just the beginning part, but for the entire duration, the season that the Lord has for them here. Right in verse 11, it says, all right, all these different miracles that happened towards the beginning. Now, we don't know everything that happened in that trip or while they were shipwrecked on that island, but we know they were there for three months. All right, so it says in verse 11, after three months, we sailed in this other ship that they were clearly picked up by. So mm-hmm. the people there had but a short time. They had three months in the grand scheme of life or a life. That's a short time to receive everything that you can and then continue to apply it to your life, to continue in that relationship with the Lord. So I, I say that for, for each of us to examine ourselves Are we preventing the Lord from ministering to us fully? Have we shut off our ears to the Lord so as not to hear and then to receive the instruction? And by receive, I I don't just mean you have it and you're holding it in your hand, but it's just sitting there. Or you placed it in a box, so you have it, but it's not doing anything. But to actually apply it to our lives because it matters. And the Lord's already appointed all these things out. Before he even sent Paul, the Lord already knew how, how this whole trip was going to play out, and he'd already made all the provisions for it. Because if you continue reading, right, well, actually, in verse 10, it it spoke about how the people at this island ministered to Paul. I know we brought this up in the previous episode, but they provided all these provisions to the, the 276 people that were shipwrecked. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But then not only that, now Paul is is heading towards Rome, and it says very plainly that in verse 14, when they went to the next place, to uh, Peteoli, right, how they found other brethren. So, Paul, who just spent the last three months encouraging others and ministering to to others on this island, and to the 276 people that he was with, is now also being refreshed and built up and recharged in the Lord. And then not only that, but we see the Lord's provision yet again because now he arrives in Rome. And what's it say? Verse 16. What's it say? Now when we came to Rome... Oh, sorry. The
1: centurion delivered the prisoners to the captain of the guard, but Paul was permitted to dwell by himself with the soldier who guarded him. Okay. (laughs) I know, LaCharles, I got you. I thought you dropped your Bible, like promised the other day, so I was just jumping in to help. I'm sorry. But But, truly, truly, (laughs) i meant to help.
0: (laughs) Glad we can have fun here. but So back to this, this serious note, right? The Lord provides everything, all our needs even before we have need of it or know what it's supposed to look like. So Paul, who's been a prisoner this whole time, even though everybody was saying, He's not committed any crimes while he's still quote unquote in captivity. he's given freedom to move around, and not only that, but clearly one of the guards we could only assess that was from the shipwreck said, "Hey, he can stay with me." mm-hmm, you gonna say something honey, honey?
1: Oh, I was, and um, you know, as we're looking at this, we've been talking about for the last um several chapters of Acts. Um, being able to see God's divine plan, even though it doesn't look straightforward, it doesn't look pretty and with a flowery bed of roses like we think it should in our human natural mind. But here, the whole group that came from the ship got to enter into the favor that was granted to Paul. Not only did they enter into the grace and the safety and protection from the ship and the shipwreck, but now, even on the island, they got to enter into the same um, favor that the Lord had been showing Paul um, since he was taken um, taken hostage, if you will, or taken captive, way down in the temple. They kept God kept showing him exceptional favor, kept showing him favor. That is the seal and the marker that God is with him. Not only if there's peace around you on the outside, but God showing you favor in spite of. So we have to learn how to to, I'm not, not going to say read God, but understand and read the dynamic of what's happening to hear it and know it because we know the character and nature of our God and to mm-hmm. hear it from his perspective. He knew they were going to rage. He knew they were going to imagine a vain thing, but God gave him grace and favor instead and protected him, right? Did the, everybody Was everybody at peace with the Lord Jesus Christ on the earth? No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm pretty sure the same folks tried to kill him multiple times. I'm pretty sure the same folks laid in wait and plotted Multiple times against the Lord and Savior. So looking for it to be peaceful and pretty, right, if that was the standard in the metric, then we'd say the Lord failed when he was in his natural ministry, but we know he did not. So then that means we need to mature in how we think about things and how we consider and consider it from God's perspective, not a human natural one. God gave him divine favor that, like we talked about, we are supposed to be a tree, a fig tree or the mustard tree that when it spreads its branches, the birds of the air are able to nest under. So when we use our faith, when we walk in the grace that the Lord has provided, when we're doing what we are designed to do by God and the earth, other people are going to be able to come into that blessing with us, even though they didn't work for it. I'm making air quotes, even though they didn't believe for it, even though they didn't know anything about it, but they are still going to be able to find rest because it all comes from Christ Jesus. It all belongs to the Lord. And this is his desire to do this for mankind. So the people on the island got to receive their healing. Dysentery is not fun. Snow sickness or disease is fun. It's not awesome. That is a a horrible experience that that um, particular person was experiencing. And he got to partake of the blessing that was made available because someone dared to listen to God and to walk by faith and to finish the course, even though it didn't seem pretty. Perfect, so as we walk, let us stay focused on the task at hand, which is doing those things that are pleasing to our Lord and Savior, and we let Him take care of the outcome. But we look to see with the eyes that judge rightly, according to the spirit of faith and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and not our comforts and our ease,
0: amen. But it all starts not but to negate what you're saying to add to, and it all starts. By first receiving what the Lord has for us, or receiving the Lord, you know I'm, I'm reminded as we were reading this, uh, especially verse sixteen, with this soldier that brings Paul into his home. And is that really any different, uh, if you will, a type in a shadow in comparison, if if you will, to what happened with Obed-Edom?
1: and the arc. with the ark and
0: with the ark? Yes, Uzzah died because he reached out to touch it to study it
1: because he broke the he, command he, that the Lord had given who said to don't actually, touch only the Levites yep. broken we're well in pursuit of breaking the commands of the Lord and then he went and proceeded even beyond that and touched it
0: amen yes but then the ark remained at Obed-Edom's house for a period of time and Obed-Edom prospered in everything he was blessed immensely and even to the point, so much that if you continue to read or study that out, obed Edom actually became one of the Levites. He was considered or numbered along with them to be able to minister in the in the house of the Lord, in the temple, and minister to the Lord himself.
1: The Lord respects those who respect him. Absolutely. He, he understands it. He acknowledges it when someone understands and respects his ways.
0: So whether this centurion or Obed-Edom fully understood or just just decided, hey, there's something different. Whether it was about Paul, there's something different about Paul. There was something special, clearly, about the ark as a type and a shadow, right, for, yes. for Christ. But receiving him, allowing him to enter in And not just to enter in, but to sit there. Because Paul had a ministry. So, to allow him in, but then allow him to work and function as he was designed to do. I mean the Lord, but yes, you can also see it as a, if you will, a type and a shadow in and through Paul. Paul wasn't just there to be a prisoner instead of sitting in a prison, sitting in this man's house, chained up. He was given freedom. He was allowed to go and function and do, and he accomplished a lot while he was in Rome. There are many epistles or letters that were written that gave instructions and taught many that we are still reading that are still being taught today to help us grow Spiritually, as well as naturally, but most importantly, mature in the faith in the things of the Lord. If we will receive it and if we will apply it to our lives. Amen. So I want to encourage everybody to do that. Begin today. Amen. 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 Amen.
2: All
0: right, well, let's pause there for, for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. I promise.
2: Well, I just thank you for today. just thank you for teaching us your word, Lord, and just showing us how we should teach it, Lord, so that whenever we teach it, Lord, that we can both understand it for ourselves and that others whom we're teaching it to can also understand and receive, Lord. And, Lord, I also just thank you for blessing us throughout our lives and our days, Lord, and not just making it a one-time blessing, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 In
1: Jesus' almighty name, amen.
0: And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day.
1: Want to know more about A Day of Prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org, click on connect in the menu bar, and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.